we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, fans. Thanks for listening to Hot and Bravoed. That was our brand new intro for the Hot and Bravoed podcast made by our very own Armin, who's joining me on the podcast today. I hope you all like it. Yeah, let us know what you guys think. Tweet at us. Let us know. You can tweet at us or let us know on Instagram by searching H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. That's Hot and Bravoed. And you'll hear that on all of our podcast episodes now so to make sure you guys never miss an episode make sure you guys are subscribed on soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes and spotify and we've been working on that for a while and we were hoping to get it out as soon as possible and with that 50th podcast episode looming we tried our best to get it out and it was ready to commemorate the 50th Hot and Bravoed podcast ever, which is crazy that we're already here, only two months into the podcast, and we've recorded 50? 50 of these. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's so many. And we wanted to just pull this out for you because a podcast isn't complete until it has its intro. And we wanted to do a Bravo podcast right by having Bravo's most iconic moments, lines honored. And I feel like those were some of the greatest lines of all time. No, there's like some really, really famous lines in there. I'm really impressed that you were able to pull those out. What well, is your favorite of those? That's my opinion. That's, that's my opinion. That's that's literally, right. that's me every podcast is that's yeah. my opinion. <laughs> that's why you guys listen for my opinion. Damn or judge. Well, let us know what you guys think. Um, and we're going to start letting you know what we think about. Our opinion. Our opinion <laughs> on Vanderpump Rules. That's my opinion. Of course, Stassi's. Pinot Grigio line was in there, which I think we can all agree is the most iconic line in all of Vanderpump Rules history. I think it is. Yeah. Well, enough about old drama. Let's talk about the new drama, what happened on this episode of Vanderpump Rules. So we pick up with a cast in Puerto Vallarta in lovely Mexico, and we see the dinner that they're all having together. And Lala's starting to have an anxiety attack. And we've known Lala struggled a lot with anxiety in the past. She's brought this up. She's been very vocal about it and how it affects her life. And she enlists Kristen and Sheena to start touching her and kind of like holding her to make her feel more calm and feel more centered and secure. Now, Jax immediately begins like bashing this. He's like, she needs like people to hold her, people to touch her. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's really weird. It's really weird. So as someone who like knows people with like severe anxiety, sometimes touch can be such a relief and just to like, it centers them and brings them back to earth. Cause like sometimes you feel like you can't catch your breath. Sometimes you feel like you have this out of body experience in it. So it kind of brings you back down to the real world and shows that someone's like touching you. You're secure. You're safe. And contact you comfort. Yeah. Contact comfort. So I think it was like, I mean, Jax puts his foot in his mouth a lot, but I think, this was honestly like a very real moment for Lala. And if she was having an anxiety attack and she was drinking, it was only amplified. Like it it only can get worse from there if there's alcohol involved. So I think he was kind of, he needs to be a little bit more careful about what he talks about and who he talks about because 
this anxiety is a real issue and he kind of blows it off like it's no big deal when he was so worried about Britney's ulcer, which she's drinking on. She's like clearly drunk in all these episodes. And the whole cast seems to not be understanding of what Lala's going through because even Stassi starts to say that Lala is uh, over-dramatizing the whole situation and then Sandoval starts making fun of her behind her back and Sheena is saying that uh, she feels like the whole group is up her ass. And Kristen actually in that moment is like, wait, hold up. Are you talking about like after her dad died? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm saying since even before her dad passed, like everyone's just been like coddling her. And even Sandoval starts to agree with that. And he's saying that he thinks Randall gives her way too much attention. And when she's not getting all that attention from Randall, when she's on a trip without him, then she starts to act up because she's not getting all that attention. And to me, this is such a bad look. It's really bad. And and you actually said you think your Lala is going to be the one to blow up at the reunion, and it's because of this. I thought maybe. But you corrected me because you pointed out that Sheena, who would possibly be like on the other end of a Lala blow up, said that the reunion was super easy for her. So I guess not. However clearly the cast has a lot to learn about mental health. And it's interesting because mental health issues, I feel like have been at the forefront of the cultural conversation recently with Britney Spears deciding to check herself into a mental health facility and saying that she needs to take me time. I've noticed a lot of people discussing how the reaction to Britney's um, situation this time has differed greatly to how everyone reacted to her mental breakdown back in 2007. In 2007, everyone was shitting on Britney. Nobody seemed to really understand what she was going through. She was the butt of everyone's jokes. But this time, the discourse was totally different. Everyone was supportive, empathetic, and the cast is not displaying that same level of empathy at all. No, yeah. I mean, I, I think... Lala will take it more as like an education moment than anything at the reunion and be like, you know, this is something I feel like she, there's not this, there's not going to be a blow up after this really that much. I think she might get mad at Jax for like what he said about, you know, like, Oh, it's weird that she needs to be touched because like clearly it's not weird for her and it's something that she needs. But I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I do agree with you that it was a little bit of a, a bad taste. It was like, it was like a bad look, but I want to talk about Schwartz really going above and beyond for Katie in Mexico because that was kind of one of the last things that we saw. And he got her her favorite foods, which evidently is Skittles and Lay's Lay's assorted chips. (laughs) Sprinkled the room with that and roses and then got a violinist or a cellist. What was was it? It was a violin. A violin? Yeah. I have no idea what a cello even looks like. (laughs) I don't know. Like I'm just gonna throw it out there. A harp. I know it's some Was kind she of playing the harp? some kind of string instrument that's like in a orchestra. Um, but he throws her in the shower so that she when he when he gives the code, which was meow, meow, meow. <laughs> like I was dying at that. Like only Schwartz could honestly make the like the stupid corniest like thing adorable. And I forgot how he set it up, but then even Katie was meowing back. I don't even think she think knew what was going on. I think Katie was just like, what is my husband doing? Meow. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go along with it. It probably cost him like maybe 25 bucks, the local like 
Mercado, but a lot cheaper than uh, caviar and foie gras. But I did think it was a, a really cute gesture of him, like you know, um, showing her that he really cares, that he's really appreciated her over the last few months because that's all she really wanted was him to kind of take that moment and be like, "I appreciate you. I love you." Thank you for being there. And he finally did that. So Sorry you didn't sit in first class, but here's some Skittles. Here's some Skittles and some Lay Assorted Chips because that's what you mean to be, babe. You may have wanted a first class seat, but I got you Ruffles instead. I mean, sadly, you can't always meet your mark. But Hashtag Tom Juan. Well, the cast gets back from Mexico. I mean, well, we forgot to talk about Stassi and Bo in Mexico. So before they get back from Mexico, we need to talk about that because... They had a really nice moment where they came together and talked about how even though they have issues, they love each other enough to sit and work through them. Now, this is completely different, Stassi, than I think we've ever seen. Bo really brings out the best in her. Stassi has been through the ringer. She has. She has dealt with the worst dudes in the world between Jax and Patrick. And I'm glad after all the shit that Stassi's been through that she finally has a guy that's super supportive of her, shares her sense of humor, is willing to be her OOTD photographer. Like yeah. He really is the entire fucking package. And I hope she doesn't let the baggage from the previous bullshit relationships get in the way of her relationship with Bo. And seemingly it hasn't. Honestly, I don't think he's going to let it. And I think that's no. what's really great about him is that he's yeah. not going to let this relationship fail no matter how much she feels like it's going to. And I think that's really what she needed. Well, now we could get back to Los Angeles because the cast comes back from Mexico and everyone is getting ready for Jack's and Brittany's engagement party. Now, this is a very exciting time. They're shelling out $75 a plate. Everyone's coming except Jack's mom. And that's the first person on the list that causes a little bit of an issue between uh, Jax and Brittany and getting ready for this engagement. Evidently, she's been asking for a while if Jax was going to invite her, his mother, who he's estranged from right now because of situations that happened with his father before his death. Do you think the mom shows up? I kind of hope she does. I I can see it happening. I mean, Jax wrote on Twitter, you never know someone's situation. You don't know what people are going through. So I don't know what the situation's like, but I feel like that's a moment that she should be there for, especially after he's lost his father. He really only has her left. He really needs to kind of, you know, like put his own indifference aside and just kind of, you know, let her be part of his life. Another person on the list that obviously isn't invited is James and Raquel. I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe Same. It. I cannot believe that Jax and Brittany did not invite those I two know. to their engagement party. I would have thought they'd be the first on the list. I mean, but it's really interesting because they decide to throw a party of their own. And before we get into the rest of the drama of Jax and Brittany's <laughs> engagement party, I need to talk about this damn puppy shower. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, man. Stassi had the best reaction to it. Like, what is a puppy shower? Like, this is stupid. Okay, so how long have they had this dog? Like months, probably. At this point? Yeah. Or currently, At like right now, as we're show. podcasting. In this point in the show, I think the dog is brand new. Because I remember when they got the dog, and of course they made a Instagram account for the dog, because I'm sure they were hoping to monetize off of it. But no one <laughs> like, even wants to go to the puppy stream. shower, let alone follow this puppy's Instagram. 
Okay, the I have, puppy does have a few thousand followers. Okay, I want to say <sighs> so stupid. <laughs> well, okay, this is what I have to say about the stupid puppy shower. One, I'm sick and tired of seeing Vanderpump dogs on my freaking TV. Like, I even if they have a spinoff at this point, I'm not going to watch it because it's so over Vanderpump dogs. I think it's played out. It's tired. We get it. You own a shelter. Amazing. That's I love the work that you do. I think that's incredible. But I don't want it on my damn TV no more after the Johns ruined it on Beverly Hills. Like, I get enough of it over there. Don't bring it into my Pump Rules viewing. Would you have wanted a spinoff if it weren't for Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy Gate? Honestly, no. I don't think there's anything that would be interesting to watch at Vanderpump Dogs. I would much rather watch a show about Vanderpump Vegas than watch those oh, yeah. damn dogs. I mean, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I have freaking two dogs that live in my that house. That reminds me of Lisa Vanderpump last week where <laughs> she's like, oh, what about this whole fucking dog? I mean, no, not the dog. I love the dog. <laughs> You're like, damn dogs. No, no, you know, I love dogs. But I do. <laughs> but like, I can't, I'm not going to watch a show about the people who work at a place that's supposed to be taking care of dogs. They should be taking care of the damn dogs, not trying to be reality stars. That's all I got to say. But you are willing to watch people who are supposed to be taking care of your food, both take care of your food, deliver your food, make your drinks, and then at night, get super shwasty, cheat on each other, backstab each other, get into feuds, etc. I mean, those are real people. I don't want to see them happening with dogs that they're supposed to be taking care of. No, it doesn't happen with the dogs that they're supposed to be taking care of. They take care of the dogs by day, and by night, they are rowdy people in their 20s. If they're really looking to make that's the formula a change in this world and actually care for these dogs, they shouldn't be hungover at work. And I think that's the difference. These other people are slinging food, just trying to get by and be actors and models and singers. This is food you consume. Don't yeah. you want them to be on their A game as they are delivering it? Have you ever seen the movie Waiting? Do you want to spit in your food situation? I think a dog is different because I think a dog's a living thing as opposed to food. But we could be different in that. Look, hey, don't you think John Sasa takes care of the dogs quite well? And he probably parties. John Sasa has the fattest stick up his ass. He's the worst person in the entire world. <laughs> uh, but back to Vanderpump Rules. Uh, this freaking puppy shower. I have another issue with it. I'm going to keep ranting about this stupid puppy shower for a second. The invitations that they made for this puppy shower were literally Instagram story art printed. I feel like this is something you would do. Honestly, it made me realize I never can do this. Like I was like, oh, wow. But I already, I would never make it on this. I actually use a program called Canva. That's actually really good. And I've made all of my invitations, cover photos for Facebook. Honestly, you know, Canva's great. Like this is not an ad at all this is real life i use this it's an app and you can like choose from all these different things you get pictures in you can make social media posts it's really easy to use and it takes me five minutes and i'm no artist either but i'm not going to be on freaking instagram story and type everything in and then be like oh yeah i'm gonna print this up cut them up and give them to everyone be like i made flyers for my dog's birthday yeah also who makes flyers clearly they were going to let a couple fall on the ground so that other people would show up to the party because no one from the cast is coming. That makes zero sense. Like, really, think about this. Why are you making flyers for your puppy shower? James is a DJ. Making flyers is all he knows how to do. He doesn't know what an invitation is. It's called a Facebook invite, bitch. This should be like a personal, intimate event with your closest friends. Coming to meet your dog. 
Shouldn't be random people off the street. Also, where were we? Why didn't we pick up a flyer? I would have never gone to that puppy shower. I know you would have. I would have been. No, I would have never. totally would have. Why? Because you and James have unresolved beef, and that would have been the perfect place to confront him. No, I'm over it. I do not want to see any of those people. And honestly, when Raquel was like, Raquel just comes off so dumb. It's just that she has no substance almost. I'm very confused about why she's so afraid to have a voice, why she's so afraid to like engage. And she's blaming everything on James. She's like, my relationship with these people is being damaged. It's like, bitch, you have no relationship with them in the first place because you have no personality. She is just like a, literally a bubble. Like she's a bubble. She has nothing going for her except for that. She's pretty. I don't, I'm so sorry for saying that. I know she graduated with my sister. I feel I feel bad for you have her a personal because connection. I think she's a ba- I think she's a baby died bitch. Like I think she's <laughs> stupid. I'm like I'm sorry for saying that, but I honestly at this point I do not want to see that on my screen because it's not cute anymore. It makes me really upset that someone can be that dumb. That whole bar crawl where she was inviting person after person after person and being denied, denied, denied. denied was actually one of the saddest, most embarrassing things I've ever seen on reality TV. I shit you not. And I've seen a lot of embarrassing things on reality TV. I can't even imagine the, the, the level of embarrassment they had afterwards when you know Raquel got in the car and James was like, wait, nobody, nobody wanted to go? And then James is like, did, did you sell it? Did you sell the idea? The balloons, the balloons. The <laughs> Like, honestly, okay, I get it. I get it now. They are the Spencer and Heidi of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, is this a Spencer Heidi they're move? They're such a spidey. Yeah, like, they're they're thirsty as hell for attention. So thirsty. Literally, the girl loses her entire personality and just relies on her looks. The guy is a total douchebag that's just obsessed with money and power. They are literally spidey. They are the second coming of spidey, and I'm putting that on the record now. I'm tweeting this right now. So I made this joke to you, and I don't think it's 100% true, but I just want to repeat it, like, on the podcast. Like, a part of me, like, I know this isn't true at all, but, like, I did think as I was watching this, did they just get this dog so they could get back in the good graces of the cast? Probably. Because James does say at one point, he's like, the one thing that we all have in common is that we're dog lovers. And I feel like... Some part of him, even if it was subconscious, thought, oh, if I get this dog and I throw this puppy shower and we blow it out, like he said, he was like saying to Raquel, did you sell the idea to them, the balloons, the games, the pin the tail on the puppy, that they would show up, everything would go well, they would bond, there'd be all this camaraderie, and all of a sudden, they'd be a big old happy group again. And that's really, really sad, especially by, <laughs> based on how it turned out. Yeah, big fat fail. Oh, yeah, big time. Who knows? Hopefully that dog is in a good home with them, but we'll see. Well, speaking of terrors of society, (laughs) we need to talk about Billy Lee. Yeah. I don't want to talk about her because I don't think she deserves any of their time. This girl is pulling out all the damn spots to land her spot next season, and they are all falling flat. She's just coming off annoying as hell, the worst person to grace the screens of Vanderpump Rules since Crazy Kristen. Like, Crazy <laughs> Kristen was at least enjoyable, and she was part of the main group, and you, like, felt for her, and you understood, like, where she was kind of coming from. Billy Lee, we do not care. I do not care about Billy Wee's brunch. Billy Wee's brunch. 
Who do you care less about, Billy Lee or Vale? Billy Lee. But okay, okay. First of all, <laughs> Billy wants James to DJ her b- brunch with Billy again. Obviously, the first this- ever white party in Sir history. Yeah, and Lisa tells her no. James needs to be sober for him to work at Sir. He's not currently sober because last episode he told me he's drinking with his dad. He's volatile when he's here. If he's not sober, we don't deserve to give him a chance. Now, Billy Lee starts going off on this, like, profanity-laden, like, hissy fit. She's like, you don't understand. Like, he's a person. Like, he's a good person. Like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, he's not, Billy Lee. Like, he's not a good person. And she's pissed that Lala has afforded so many chances while James is seemingly on a tighter leash. Um, Lala hasn't been nearly as bad as James. James has made enemies with every single person at Sir. Lala is really only on the outs with James, who doesn't even work there, and maybe Billy Lee when they don't get along, and Raquel, who also does not work at Sir. She did cause a massive scene, though. Only and be- was not reprimanded for it. No, she wasn't. But also, it's because James was there. If James wasn't there, honestly, no. If James was, no, if- it was about Raquel. Remember. No, it was about Raquel, but because James was there, Raquel wouldn't show... I mean, she hasn't really shown up without James. So James is responsible for Raquel showing up and Raquel saying that stuff about Lala's dad? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe so. But Look, I'm, I'm not standing James and Raquel at all, uh, but come on. Let's be real. It's the same reason why... Lala could be in the wrong It's sometimes. the same reason why Lisa yeah. doesn't want Kristen coming to events... And by Chris not coming, that means Carter's not allowed either. Because guess what? That's going to cause drama too. It's the same concept that Lisa's putting with... No, Kristen is not allowed because Kristen was insane And James has been insane as well. And Lisa understands that. And she doesn't want him coming into her place of business and ruining it because he's a drunken fool. Which is exactly why she didn't want Kristen coming into Sir... I'm only refuting the idea that this has anything to do with the whole Lala incident because James did nothing wrong there. Okay, yeah. Well, we're, even, off, we're off the Lala incident. We're just now yeah, we're talking about... No, but that's my, that's my only gripe with what you're saying. Okay. I mean, he did bring Raquel on the show and she's a Bambi-eyed bitch. But moving forward, <laughs> um, Billy Lee, like, what, what... Who do you think you are? You're no Stassi. You can't be going coming in here and running your mouth and acting like that to Lisa. Lisa is giving you an opportunity as a recurring guest on one of the most massive reality shows in the nation. You ain't no regular. You, yeah, you have a little bit of a storyline that you're forcing at this point because you're grasping for straws by siding with the villain who might not even be back next season because he doesn't work at the damn restaurant because he's an alcoholic. And he's friends with nobody on the cast now. Literally everyone hates him. So Billy, you are siding with the wrong side of history. And after hearing that Billy made physical contact at the reunion... I'm done. She played her cards all wrong. All wrong. When she went against the cast over the girls' night in Invite. And that was where she went all wrong. Yeah, accusing them of being transphobic, accusing them of all these things that they weren't because she wasn't part of the invitation, because she wasn't on, she wasn't top billed. Well, you're not top billed on this show either. Does she even have like a turnaround spinny thing at the intro? (laughs) She doesn't. Exactly. She is on the intro. She's, yeah, in the background. So is Raquel. So is freaking Guillermo. Guillermo is a, a bigger role than she is. Guillermo owns her. I know, but we I'm saying. You can never underestimate Guillermo's role. I love Guillermo, but he doesn't have any scream time. 
He does a little bit. A little bit here and there. I do love Guillermo though. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> do you really? I do. What is it? The real Guillermo? I, I can't even remember. But he was in Brazil <laughs> recently, and he posted like a shirtless selfie, and I was like, okay, Guillermo. <laughs> you uh, get it, Guillermo. <laughs> you get it, Guillermo. Uh, and then after that, Billy starts making Jacks and Britney's engagement party about her. She's like, oh, oh, right. I can't believe I wasn't invited. I've done nothing but support you and love you. And it's like, you think you're in's Britney? If I I barely know Billy Lee either. <laughs> I would not spend seventy five dollars for that bitch to be to fight with people at my engagement party. I think Brittany and Jax were one hundred percent in their right to say no to them. Yeah, I feel like she isn't close enough to warrant an invite. Anyway, even if she wasn't on the outs, it would be it would honestly it would be a produced moment. It would if she was there purely for the show's purposes, and maybe even the producers would pony up the seventy five for her. I don't know, uh, but otherwise. She really doesn't belong there. She doesn't. She's never really had a relationship with uh, Brittany, and definitely not Jack. No, but she definitely has a relationship with Lala and Kristen, who they both want there because those are two of their very good friends. Right, and as Brittany said, she's like, right now you're at odds with my bridesmaids. Like I really yeah. can't have you there. Yeah. If she wasn't, then like I said, there is a chance she could have made it on just for the purposes of the show. Yeah, but she, like I said, she sided herself with the wrong side. Huge mistake. Like huge. Yeah. And honestly, I'm so over her. I'm so over her. I think she's so annoying. But you've, th- you've hated Billy Lee since day one. I've hated Billy Lee since day one. I think she... <laughs> I actually kind of liked her for a bit. And I was like, I love this girl. I think she's doing amazing things for representation. And that she's really putting herself out there. Which I think she still is. I think that's fantastic. But she's just a bitch. <laughs> Goddamn bitch. Oh, Billy Lee, you had a chance. She... I'm sorry that it's it's fleeted for me. I I personally don't dislike her as I've told you. I just don't feel like she's had enough screen time for me to not like her. Well, I don't think she's going to be getting any more. <laughs> I know, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, this is probably the end of Billy Lee. This is her last moment. Her last and hoorah. Her last hoorah. And I think it is also the end of our podcast for Vanderpump Rules this episode. It, it is. Yeah. So, let's not let those checks bounce though. Oh my gosh, we forgot to talk about that, but not much. To long say. story short, Schwartz's checks bounce. So technically, <laughs> I'm sure he'll write up a new one, te- a fresh one. Technically, he did not actually invest in Tom Tom. He's been riding scot free this entire time. <laughs> but you guys can ride with us scot free as well by subscribing on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys want to join in the conversation, let us know what you guys think about our intro that premiered at the beginning of this episode. Tweet at us, write to us on Instagram by searching at hot and bravo, H O T and B R A V O D. Armin, how can they find you? At Armin Mahram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Strata. We will see you guys next week. <laughs>